0: amen. It's good to see everyone this morning. Happy Thanksgiving week to you. All right, great. Uh, Maybe by Wednesday you'll have that really, really ready to go. Uh, But our service is a little bit different uh, this morning. Uh, The order of the service is a little bit different, and the way that you're going to participate in the service is a little bit different. In just a few moments, uh, you see that there are stations that are down front here uh, at the front of the sanctuary. And what we're going to do is that we're going to invite you to come as a family, uh, to come to one of our deacons and receive the Lord's Supper together as a family. This is something that's kind of been on my heart for many many years uh, just knowing that thanksgiving is a gathering time uh, for families and it's a great opportunity uh, for us to do that so that's where we're going to go in a few minutes it'll be okay it's different but it's going to be meaningful, and we look forward to sharing that time uh, together. Uh, It is Thanksgiving week. Uh, I came across some nuggets uh, this week. Maybe they were chicken nuggets. Maybe they were turkey uh, nuggets. Uh, But just a couple of things that I just thought were really, really worth thinking about. Uh, One of them was, why did they let the turkey join the band? Because he already had his own drumsticks. Uh, See, there you go. Uh, What do you call a turkey that's running? Fast food, there you go. I thought you had that one. What's blue and covered in feathers? A turkey holding its breath. <laughs> this one may be one of my favorites. What did the turkey say to the computer? Google Google. <laughs> what kind of music did the pilgrims listen to? Plymouth Rock. See that's see there? Uh, <laughs> What do you wear for Thanksgiving dinner? A Harvest. See, you have to think about that one. It's a, it's a Harvest is what they're winning. And um, I don't know if this is appropriate or not, but why are pilgrims' pants always sagging down? Because they wear their buckles on their hats. <laughs> it is Thanksgiving, isn't it? Um, it is Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week, and we've come to be thankful. Uh, We've come to gather and it is our practice and it is our routine that that we gather and we are thankful for such things that, that matter like family and for our health and for provisions and for our country and for our church and for all of the stuff and stuffings that we may have in this time. Sometimes the call on our lives for thanksgiving is an easy call. But other times, we almost want to hit the holiday snooze button and just say, Thanksgiving is great, but now's just not really a great time. Maybe, maybe in two weeks' time or three weeks' time or three months' time. You know, Thanksgiving would be great if it didn't come during the holidays. That, that, that just seems to make it so much busier is when it shows up in this holiday season. I assume this morning that that we have some folks that are gathered for worship and they are so excited about this week because they are absolutely bursting with thanksgiving. But I also have to believe that it's possible that because this particular season, this particular year is carrying some weight that's different than other years, it, it is quite possible that thanksgiving in this year seems as far away as another planet. It's hard to even see it from here. But I also think that while we have some folks that may be bursting with Thanksgiving, and we may have some folks that are, that are struggling to even be able to see Thanksgiving, I think the vast majority of us, once we are reminded, once we are reminded just need that little bit of nudge to remind us to be grateful, uh, to be thankful, to find uh, the, the reason why we give thanks in this season. It's almost as though all of us could use that little bit of nudge to true thanksgiving where we are grateful not just for the things that are perfect in our lives, not just for the things that are great in our lives, but where we are nudged to remember that the true spirit of thanksgiving is to be grateful for whatever is in front of us in this season. I think sometimes we can make this mistake of saying, if everything would be just right, boy, those are the things that I'd be thankful for. But thanksgiving says, this is what the Lord has given to me in this season, in this time, right now. And for what he has given, because it has the fingerprints of God on it, I am grateful for that. As we think about Thanksgiving this morning, what I want us to do is I, I want us to think about Jesus. And I want us to think about Jesus, the thanksgiver. But one of the great places to look at that is in Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22, beginning with verse 14. It says, When the hour came, he reclined at table, and the apostles with him, And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after the cup that they had eaten, saying, this cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Now, most of us can recognize this very quickly as being the description of Jesus and his disciples in the upper room. Well, we call it the last supper where he gathers there in that room. And I think sometimes you know we can see the, the, the picture. We, we can kind of been to church so many times. We, we, we know that story. But, but what, what I want you to realize and I want you to slow down and just think about for a moment is just how packed these verses are. They are packed with tension. You see, the disciples could feel the pressure that was coming on Jesus. They could feel the political turmoil. They could feel the list of enemies of Jesus. Now, that's a strange thing to say, enemies of Jesus. But they could hear that that anger, that venom, the conniving of people that were out to get Jesus. In fact, just a few days before this, when Jesus says it's time to go to Jerusalem, one of the disciples says, I guess we'll all go and die together. You can feel the tension. And as they've gathered in this upper room, hopefully finding security and shank- sanctuary in that room, despite all of the things that are out there that they are dealing with. But one of the other things that we see in this passage is not just the tension, but we also see the teaching. Because after three years of Jesus' ministry, after 30 years of Jesus' life, he has taken this moment to give the fullest teaching, to really remove the veil over what his entire mission has been. After all of the confusion of the last few years, this is the moment that Jesus is going to connect all of the dots. He connects the dots from all of history. He connects the dots from the Passover, this great Jewish celebration of freedom and being released from bondage. And Jesus says to them, if you want to talk about freedom and being released from bondage, it is at its most significant picture in what you are about to see next. Because instead of the Passover lamb being executed, for your freedom, and for your safety from death. He says, it's my body. It's my blood. One of the earliest words that were spoken about Jesus was behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And Jesus uses this meal to communicate to the disciples I am the completion of that lamb who's going to provide the forgiveness of sin for all people. So the room and the passage of Scripture is full of tension. It's full of teaching. But here's the surprise. It's full of thanksgiving. It's full of thanksgiving. In fact, there are several different places where we find Jesus give thanks in the New Testament. But it's in this passage of Scripture that that we have just a handful of verses where we have the double thanksgiving. Where Jesus stops and says, and when he had given thanks. And again it says, when he had given thanks. This is a passage full of thanksgiving. Now, I want you to notice just a few things about Jesus' thanksgiving, and we're going to mention these very quickly. I want you to notice that for Jesus... The Thanksgiving was routine. It was not out of the ordinary. It was part of his routine. Like I said, there are several different places in the New Testament where Jesus stops and he gives thanks. When he, when he feeds the 5,000, he, he gives thanks. Just before he raises Lazarus, he gives thanks. When he talks about his teaching and his time with some children, he, he gives thanks in that moment. It was part of the routine and the practice of Jesus that he routinely gave thanks. And so in this moment, when Jesus comes to the table, and he breaks the bread, and he pours uh, the wine, of course, it is the routine for Jesus to give thanks. I also want you to see that when Jesus gives thanks, it's not just his routine, but it's his priority. In fact, I think what is interesting is that Jesus gives thanks before he does anything. At the beginning, That the first thing that he does is he gives thanks, I think it's interesting that when you go back and look at the times in which Jesus gives thanks in the New Testament, do you know that he always gives thanks before anything happens? When he comes to the grave of Lazarus, he gives thanks for what God is about to do. When he holds up that little packed lunch that he feeds the 5,000 with, he gives thanks while it's still just the packed lunch. Every time, Jesus gives thanks. (laughs) Really, before there's anything to give thanks for. Because it comes first. And so in this passage of scripture, here on the eve of some of the most significant events that ever happened in history, Jesus gives thanks first. But I gotta tell you, I think the thing that I take away from this passage more than anything else Is that for Jesus, thanksgiving was seemingly out of sync. Completely in the wrong time, the wrong place, for the wrong reason. Uh, Take a look at the passage. He says he gave thanks because this is my body which is broken for you. How many of you have broken bones and said, now here is a moment to give thanks? He comes and he says, this is my blood that is poured out for you. How many have ever gashed open your flesh and had blood pouring out of you and say, you know what, here's a good moment for thanksgiving. And in fact, in the verse right after where we were reading, it talks about the one who was to betray him. Here we have this double thanksgiving moment for Jesus, and it is his routine, and it is his priority, but he gives thanks because his body is about to be broken, and he gives thanks even though his blood is about to be poured out. And he gives thanks because even though one of the closest people to him is about to betray him. It does leave us with some questions, doesn't it? How? Why? I mean, you may be struggling in this week to, to figure out exactly how to give thanks, but, but how does Jesus give thanks for the brokenness of his body, his blood being poured out, and the betrayal of those closest to him? And, and, and what's not mentioned here or will be in just a few verses is the fact that the rest of his followers will scatter and run in a great act of disloyalty how how do we give thanks in those kinds of moments I, I think that the answer to that is jesus knew and we need to be reminded that a hard spot in the will of god always beats a soft spot outside of the will of God. And so we can be grateful even when it seems like it's out of sync because if you are inside of the will of God, the protected will of God, even a hard spot is better than maybe the soft spot that you're dreaming of on the other side of the fence. The will of God is always better, whether it's hard or soft, than any other place that we could be. This Thanksgiving, I want you to be nudged by Jesus' example, by Jesus' words, and by Jesus' work, which brings us right back to the table. What Jesus says and what has been delivered to the church is that because of this teaching moment, this focusing moment Jesus says that when you gather you should do this in remembrance of me and so it has been the practice of churches for almost 2,000 years now to gather and to recreate the breaking of bread and the taking of the cup at this time I'm going to ask our deacons that will be serving today if they'll come to their stations